0: hello what's up welcome back today will be another COVID-19 update have done this for ages and i feel like this is gonna be the last one for this year so let's get this over because it's not the most cheerful situation because people die from this thing you know uh today i'll be telling you guys from the perspective of the who world health organization with um its magazine I've been studying it, and here's a summary for you all. Rapid Response Mobile Laboratory Initiative strengthens international RRML deployment capabilities. RRMLs are a core component of the Global Outbreak Alert and Response Network and have been deployed to a range of challenges globally, including outbreaks of Ebola virus, disease, Marburg, yellow fever, plague, and now for COVID-19. They support national public health structures during health emergencies by providing support and surge capacity during peak demands on health systems. In support of the RML initiative, the Regional Office for Europe, with support from WHO headquarters, developed a RML simulation exercise program for 2021 to 2022, which launched in September with a three-day virtual tabletop exercise This program aims to strengthen response capacities and support workforce development through establishing, standardizing, and testing the technical processes required for emergency RML deployments. The first international functional exercise for RMLs was led by WHO Euro from 5 to 7 October 2021, with significant contributions from GOARN partners and the WHO country office in Russia. During the exercise, 30 participants applied RML deployment procedures and tested newly developed minimum operational standards against a fictitious outbreak scenario in global land. Participants included RML teams from different institutions and countries including Belgium, France, Germany, Poland, Russia, and Federation, Spain and the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Simulation exercises are a key capacity building activities within the RML Initiative, bringing partners together to improve outbreak preparedness and response by enhancing the predictability, quality, and interoperability of the lab as part of a wider response. Following the functional exercise, these components were... Tested during a field exercise for RMLs hosted by the Federal Service for Surveillance on Consumer Rights Protection and Human Wellbeing in Kassan, Russian Federation. Between the 11-15 October, this was the first RML simulation to be led by a member state as part of the RML SimEx program, building on the outcomes of the previous RML exercises using the same fictitious country in a scenario. Over one hundred and fifty participants from RML teams traveled to Kassan with their mobile labs to deploy in a few scenarios from B Life, M Lab, Institut Pasteur, and Rospatrnatser, with individuals from across the Commonwealth of Independent States. In twenty twenty two, the RML exercise program will continue in operational with operational-based drills and a full-scale field exercise. Next steps include scaling up the RML initiative from the European region to a global level and engaging partners through GOARN for the purpose of epidemic and pandemic preparedness and response. From the field, PAHO and U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention partner to bolster COVID-19 response in Jamaica. PAHO and the United States of America Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC, partnered to deliver the first in a series of donations as part of a US $1 million U.S. million CDC grant to strengthen the COVID-19 response. In the handover ceremony on 7 October 2021, uh, Ian Stein PAHO WHO representative to Jamaica, Bermuda and the uh, Cayman Islands, and John McIntyre charged the affairs at the Embassy of the United States of America in Jamaica, delivered emergency response equipment and supplies valued at uh thirty two million five hundred and fifty six thousand five hundred and forty Jamaican dollars to the Han. Juliet Cuthbert Flynn, State Minister in the Ministry of Health and Wellness (MOHW). The MOHW received a 16-seater minibus for transporting rapid response and contact tracing teams to support COVID-19 containment measures. Donated sampling and laboratory supplies included: AD Genexpert kits to test for SARS-CoV two, seven thousand five hundred bottles of universal transport medium. 15,000 swabs for sampling, and 39,700 nitrile gloves. Communication equipment for contact tracers included 6 satellite phones, 30 very high-frequency radios, 70 cellular phones, and 10 laptops. Ian Stein remarked at the ceremony, The pervasive impact of the COVID-19 pandemic has highlighted the importance of collaboration on multiple levels, to support national health responses. In this instance, the collaboration between the CDC and PAHO to procure life-saving equipment to support the work of the Ministry of Health and Wellness will redound to improved management of the pandemic response. While accepting the donation on behalf of the Government of Jamaica, Hon Juliet Cuthbert Flynn, Minister of State, Minister of Health and Wellness noted that this sort of collaborative effort from the CDC and PAHO, WHO, is an example of the kind we need to see to work together to get through these challenging times. These acts such as those demonstrated today tell our nation that our international partners care. If there's one thing we can all agree on this pandemic has taught us that we need support, we need each other. From the field, Leveraging Polio Campaign to Integrate COVID-19 Vaccination in Nigeria Basie Ayo, a mother of 3 living in Cross River State, traveled five miles to get to Big Qua Town with the hope of ex- accessing both vaccines. I am happy that I had the opportunity to receive the COVID-19 vaccination and polio vaccine for my eligible child within the same health facility. We do not have access to the services in the village where my family lives. It was my husband who directed me to Big Qua Town which is his hometown, I received the COVID 19 vaccine and my child got his polio vaccination. And we're both doing well, she said. Nigeria is combating the circulating vaccine derived polio virus type 2, and as a result, necessitated sustained uh, NOPV 2 vaccination across the country. To encourage the uptake of COVID 19 vaccination, the Cross River State Government. With support from the WHO, leveraged the polio vaccination campaign by integrating with COVID nineteen vaccinations across health centers. The Cross River State government, supported by partners, implemented a four days outbreak response, or the OBR, for eligible children uh, zero to fifty nine months, alongside COVID nineteen vaccination from two to five October twenty twenty one. Target reach was 887,162 children for the NOPV2 vaccine across 18 local government areas. By the campaign close, 926,732 children received the NOPV2 vaccine and 124,524 and 59,843 eligible persons received the first and the second dose of COVID-19 vaccine, respectively, surpassing the target. Uh, Representing the WHO Acting State Coordinator, Dr. Benjamin Geshu reiterated the importance of routine immunization, a key part of essential health services, to interrupt vaccine-preventable diseases and said WHO will continue to provide the necessary support to scale up provision of integrated service delivery towards the achievement of universal health coverage. Health Buddy Plus in Bulgaria Innovative COVID-19 chatbot supports mental health during the pandemic. COVID-19-related misinformation has had a direct negative impact on people's health, leading to uptake of false cures, damage to trust in health institutions and responders, and vaccine hesitancy, which can have a strong impact on people's mental health and well-being. HealthBuddy Plus launched online in May 2020 by WHO slash Europe, and UNICEF European and Central Asian Regional Office to help debunk false claims about the virus to support the dissemination of truthful information and to provide easy, accessible information among the overwhelming amount of news and information generally. Since its launch, the tool has been adapted for use as a mobile application which is available as iOS and Android versions from October 2020 and is available in twenty languages including Bulgarian. Anti-Bulgarian launched the WHO country office outlined some of the benefits of HealthBuddy Plus as a strong evidence-based tool for the sharing of important messages in an interactive and friendly manner. In Bulgaria, the HealthBuddy well, the Health Buddy Plus app, has been downloaded over eight thousand times and generated five hundred user questions. In total, over three hundred thousand chatbot users have registered generating over 3 million interactions with the bot. Anonymized user data is accessible to WHO and UNICEF country offices for sharing with health authorities and partners, giving insight into the public's priority information needs, responses to the app's polls, and a list of user-submitted rumors and misinformations. In addition to the web and mobile applications, the chatbot has already been embedded in 15 websites of national health authorities and been used by other COVID-19 response partners and stakeholders in mass media, patient portals, and more. Online Courses Support Rollout of Go.data Outbreak Investigation Tool WHO and partners in the Global Outbreak Alert and Response Network expanded the rollout of an outbreak investigation and contract tracing tool during the COVID-19 pandemic. With the support of online learning known as GO.data, which, or go.data, the platform focuses on case and contact data, including laboratory data, hospitalizations, and other variables connected, collected through investigations forms. Go.data generates contact follow-up lists and provides functionality to visualize chains of transmissions. Global go.data rollout started at the beginning of 2019 with deployments to Bangladesh, Uganda and the Democratic Republic of the Congo for multiple types of disease outbreaks. Beginning in 2020, global implementation efforts were affected by pandemic response, with the Go.Data team supporting over 60 implementation projects worldwide at the national, subnational, and institutional levels as SARS-CoV-2 implemented implementation project scaled up. To support global Go.data rollout and implementation, WHO developed two sets of online training resources and made them available on the Open WHO Go.data channel. Go.data Online Training, a 1.5 hour training which serves as a starting point for all users to obtain essential knowledge on Go.data, including its features and functionalities, available in English, Spanish, Mongolian and Ukrainian. one. 115,000 enrollments. Go.data How-To Tutorials These short 3-10 to ten minutes videos provide an overview and instructions on how to perform key functionalities in Go.data, available in Arabic, English, French, and Spanish with more than 800 enrollments. Go.data global rollout efforts are defined by collaboration across multiple departments in WHO headquarters, regional and country offices with GOAR and partner institutions, provides a versatile, innovative, and fit-for-purpose approach with quick adaptation to country-specific environments and needs. I guess that's enough for now. I, this may, may be the last uh, COVID-19 update of this year. I don't know, but if there's something major happening, like at the end of the year or something, I'll definitely be one of the first ones to report it. Yeah, that's the end of my episode, and I hope you guys had a great listen.